Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We're down in SoCal. Bob Stauffer joining you from Los Angeles, where tonight the Oilers will play their second of the back-to-back. I mentioned in the previous segment, I can remember uh, being on the plane, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, a rookie, and he uh, told me he'd never been to California before uh, when he flew down here back in 2011. The Chiseler is listening online from Vegas, and he says, I can remember picking Bob Stauffer up at the airport in Palm Springs in February of 1987. Oh, that's, I'm getting old. That's what that is. I think I only had one chin back then. Uh, all right. We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and be joined by our Oilers Now headliner today. For Wilhawk Beef Jerky, it just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. A very popular former member of the Edmonton Oilers. He would go on to win two Stanley Cups with the LA Kings. Uh, he does both development and broadcast work for the Kings organization. We welcome back to the show, Jared Stoll. Jared, it's Bob. How you doing? Bob, good, good. How you doing? I thought you were talking about a chiseler. I thought you were talking about uh, our boys... Brad, uh, Brad Tuchek and Richard Hamill out there in Edmonton. Well, you know, uh, Brad Tuchek got away with something that not a lot of guys. I did the Bears for 13 years, and there's really only one or two guys that I let me that I allowed chirp me on a regular basis. But he was so damn funny at it that I, I kind yeah. of like, you know what I mean? Like, for the listeners that don't know Brad, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. I mean, Jared, you're a, you know you were a very popular player around the league when you played, and you played a long time in the NHL. Uh, Brad was also, you know, is, is also really good friends with Mike Comrie. I always got the sense that Brad was a little like the Fonz. You know what I mean? Like he seemed to have, is that, is that a fair assessment in terms of how he was viewed by his teammates? 
I think so. I think so. He he heard and and uh, and seen a lot of a lot of things over time. And uh, you know, he played with yeah, me and Mike. And you know, maybe I knew I know you were the one that you, you kind of had a soft spot for him a little bit. You let him kind of say whatever he wanted to say. But um, great teammate, though. That's for sure. Great guy. Oh yeah, and uh, I'll tell you, the last year he was at the U of A, he was their best player. You know, he'd gone from being a third liner to a yeah. second liner, and I think he had 58 points in 44 games, and he ended up playing in the DL. So he had a pretty good post uh, Golden Bear career. Uh, how are things going yeah. for you down here? Pretty good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. It's been uh, it's been a pretty slow slow couple of weeks. With um, you know, the Kings have been off for a little while. This is their first game, and in about uh, at least a week so not having to make up many games that were postponed i think there are only three so this is one of them and then this coming weekend is is the other two but um yeah it's been pretty slow so the Gave, a, gave the guys a chance to, to get healthy. A couple of guys had COVID, so it gave them a chance to, to get over that. And uh, pretty much a healthy roster for the Kings here. Yeah, it, it, they're an interesting team. I mean, they're in a playoff spot right now. The Oilers are trying to reel them in. Are, you know, 24-16-7, is L.A. a little ahead of where you thought they'd be right now, Jared? Um. Well, definitely, definitely thought we'd be in the playoffs, um, you know, pushing for a playoff spot. I think that was kind of what uh, the goals, what every, everyone was talking about at the start of the year. And we knew we were going to get a lot better. We knew we were going to kind of pencil in some younger players to kind of sprinkle them in here and there. Um, and the veteran players have done a heck of a job. They've, uh, you know, new guys coming in have done a heck of a job. So maybe a little bit ahead, but you know what, it's, Playoffs were the, were the talk the whole off season, the whole training camp. So right now we're in a playoff spot. It's uh, you got thirty some games uh, to go. We all know that's a lot, and uh, seventeen divisional games left for the uh, Los Angeles Kings. So you know that's a lot. So it's uh, it's all going to come down to that, and uh, we know that everybody knows that. So it's uh, it's going to be a fun finish, that's for sure. Can you speak to the impact? Uh, it's a position you played, and frankly, maybe a role in Edmonton you were quite similar to. Philip Deneau coming over from the Montreal Canadiens. Huge. Absolutely huge. Um, you know, just the addition. I didn't really know him at all uh, as a player. You know, you watched the Stanley Cup Finals last year against uh, you know Montreal and Tampa. And uh, he's the name you heard every single time he was on the ice, basically. So um, you, you see the production. It wasn't really there um, with Montreal. But coming over here, he's been on a line with um, Victor Arvidsson and um, Trevor Moore. And they've been probably the best line. Not probably. They have been the best line for the Kings uh, consistently. And they just are all over the puck. And, and Philippe, he's just a smart player, really good in the faceoff circle. He's he's always above 55 56 percent which is really really good and um takes a lot of the heat a lot of the pressure off of andre and you know for a decade andre had to take all all the tough matchups he had to play 20 minutes a night he had to be the guy that was first out on the penalty kill and you know you don't want your star players you know playing a ton on the penalty kill you want them playing on the penalty kill if they're capable but you don't want those guys out there blocking shots too much so um for philippe it's uh, a huge addition that's all i could really say and uh, probably the best way to put it well it's interesting right because there's the core of the team that's been there through the cups guys that you played with obviously kopitar and brown up front dowdy who they're going to honor tonight and quick with a bounce back performance so far this year and yeah. and you know it's drew still drew like he's 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 a legit you know number one defenseman in the nhl yeah. now you now you got the strength more down the middle we'll see what happens with brown in the offseason when his deal's up 
But maybe Jonathan yeah. Quick for me. Like I thought Peterson was going to take over there, Jared. It looks like uh, Quick. He's yeah. got a little left in the tank, doesn't he? He he does. He definitely does. And uh, you know, I'm pretty close with him still. And I know how how competitive he is, what kind of competitor he is, and he's not going to give that up uh, easily. And he hasn't. So they've been going back and forth. Um, Pretty much the whole season. Quickie took over a little bit. He played four or five straight games uh, about a month ago. So that was the big kind of big change there. And I think I think Cal's maybe going tonight, I heard. But, um, you know, they're going to probably continue to go back and forth here until somebody grabs it again. But, um, you know, he's been really, really good. He's uh, he's healthy again. Um, you know, he's, sometimes in the past he's had some groin issues that have kind of, you know, slowed him down a little bit. But, no, he's, he's back to Quickie from what I know and what I've, uh, you know, seen in the past and, and same with drew you know i think a lot of people with drew they kind of got a little cold on him and not you know not one of the better players in the league again is because they the kings here had two or three terrible seasons and and drew had some tough numbers you know because they were 28th in the league 30th in the league there for a couple uh a couple years back so um but he's he's the same player he's <laughs> you know he's not going to put up 70 80 points or 60 points but he's going to play in all those big situations and uh, i truly believe that he was on that team canada team um you know i i could bet on it a lot that he uh, he was on that team if they were going so um that just shows the type of player that he still is so uh, Jeff Jackson represents Connor McDavid, as you know, and he's got Quentin Byfield. And uh, I went to, I saw Todd in Kelowna a couple times uh, before the draft, and I was just like, "You got to take Byfield over Stutzla. Like, it's it's got to be Byfield. Bet on the the six foot four guy that's going to play center for sure. Uh, he's had he's had some injury challenges, but what have you seen out of him? And how much upside do you think this guy has? What I've seen out of him is, is he's a big, big man that can skate and great hands, and, he, and he's got some. Uh, he, he competes. He competes really, really hard. He wants to learn. He wants to get better. Um, he is. He's a big man. It's. Uh, he's only going to get bigger. I think he can put on another fifteen, maybe not twenty, but ten to fifteen more pounds on him. Uh, get him stronger in the off season. It'll be a huge off season for him um, in the gym. Getting him, uh, you know, getting him up to speed, and you know, had a great. Great camp, really good preseason, and in one of the preseason games, he he broke his uh, uh, his ankle. It went into the boards really, really awkwardly and broke his ankle. So that was a that was a setback. We were all disappointed in that because we kind of had you know we kind of had everybody slotted, especially down the middle uh, with Kopitar, Deneau, and then uh, and then Q. So you know that had to be put on hold, and now it's back to that. So Kopitar, Deneau, and, and Quentin Byfield are the one, two, three down the middle, which is exactly what the organization wanted. So. Um, but no, he's he's a great kid. He wants to learn, and uh, I expect big things from him. I don't, you know, I don't think he's going to be a an eighty point guy um, in the league with his potential. But I think he's going to, you know, be fifty ish, maybe sixty ish, and and, uh, and play big minutes. And um, you know, in a playoff series, a game seven, a best of seven playoff series, having a big man like that that can lean on you and. And play the power play. Have have slick hands in tight. He can he can do a lot of different things that I don't think a big man can do. So that's what I see from him. All right, you you talked about Byfield. The organization also has Turcott, Erasmus Kupari, and Gabriel Velarde, who I, I I don't know if I mentioned this to you before. I've always liked him. 
Like, I think there's something there. Yeah. Uh, I also like right shot centers because Edmonton doesn't have any. But uh, <laughs> it's just a thought on, with, with, like, between those, like, first of all, what happened to Velarde this year? Because he was on the team last season. And Kapari played against the Oilers the last time the two teams played. So just a thought maybe on yeah. Chuck Kapari and Velarde. Yeah, well, those guys are all really close, and they they've all played NHL games. It's just uh, we got a lot of forwards. We got we got a time. If you look at our our American League lineup, and uh, you know, kind of funny we're talking about. I'm talking to you today, but we we went to Bakersfield last night, and we lost to Bakersfield five to one. And the Condors look like they're a pretty good team right now. So it's you know, all of our guys, we got we got a great lineup, and they're you know they're all capable of coming up and and helping the LA Kings. So it's just a matter of time. You got to just be so patient with some of these guys and especially the the guys that are so-called offensive players because you don't want to put too much pressure on them to come up and have to produce and have to put up points because that's not – they don't. You know, that'll come eventually. And, you know, that's what we're telling, you know, Quentin Byfield. is like you're not – you don't have to – you know, you, hey, it'd be great if you do, but, you know, we're not going to look down on you if you don't score for five games. Um, same with Turcotte and Kapari. And um, with Gabe Velarde, he's a heck of a player. He's, you know, the, the speed of the game. He needs to, you know, he needs to get better with the pace of the game. Um, that's one thing that uh, defensively as well, little things that all coaches, you know, especially Todd, he's, uh, if you can't play in your own zone, it's uh, most coaches are like that, that let's be honest. But um, certain, you know, these young players, they need to get better defensively before they even get into the lineup uh, with most coaches. Uh, we, we had a situation, look, Mark Spector was on before you and kind of went after Edmonton's top three players for the position that the organization's in. I would argue or assert back that, you know what, uh, unfortunately they didn't get a lot of saves early in the year and usually, you know, tough goaltending leads to difficult decisions for management. Uh, but you, uh, you played in Edmonton and you played in Los Angeles and you went to Stanley Cup with the Oilers. Uh, and obviously won the two cups with the LA Kings during some special times. It, can you maybe speak to sort of the, the level of intensity in the two respective markets and whether or not you think it's a greater challenge to, to play in a place like Edmonton versus LA or conversely, if it's sort of dependent upon the personality of the respective player? I think I think first of all playing in Edmonton. I love my time in Edmonton. I, I had a great time. We had we had some good teams and really good uh, years, obviously with those six there. But um, you know the, the history of the team and the winning and the traditions that came along with being an Edmonton Oiler. And um, there's a little pressure there with that, right? You gotta especially if you do make the playoffs. And before we made the playoffs in '06, it, it had been a little while. So um, I think as a, as a player, you you do feel that pressure and. You know, everybody says it. You, I witnessed it. You, every day in the room, there's 20 to 25 media outlets and bloggers and and you know newspaper people and stuff like that. Here in LA, there's there's three or four. Um, so initially, I guess visually you see that, and it it takes a little bit of heat off you. Um, you know, I know when I had some or was put in some offensive situations in Edmonton or offensive lines a, a couple of those years and. I wouldn't score for a while, and sometimes I was I was pretty inconsistent uh, offensively. I, I could be the first one to tell you that, but you know, and you don't go, you don't score for five or six or seven games, and and you're in the paper and all that Edmonton Sun where they always had the who's hot and who's cold or whatever that little that little section. Yeah. Um, we definitely don't, we definitely don't have that in L.A. here. So, um, but 
also we almost we we did we sold out almost 200 straight games here in LA when when I was playing here so you know you some people don't think that you know we have the support here we have the fans the uh, the passion that that they have it, it's unbelievable what you know lately it's been a struggle because the team hasn't done as well as they we would have hoped but it's it's passionate here there's a lot of pride in this in this organization and this team um you know and then once we won it just kind of accelerated all that and uh you know they had anaheim winning there um years ago and then our our two cups so but i think just the difference is you know the tradition the early tradition of winning in edmonton there all the good teams and great players they had and it's just about about turning the page you got it you got new it's a new era new new great unbelievable players all-star players that they just got to break through and um and for us in in la we had those stars not the mcdavid's and the dry cycles, but we had really really good players that were surrounded by a great secondary leadership group secondary core Bingo. great goaltending um and it's just one of those things where everything has to come together at the right time but you need great goaltending you need to play well defensively in order to win any kind of playoff round Final one for you, and it has to do with concussions. I remember when Samuel Paulson got you, I wanted to come out of the press box myself and spear him right where it hurt because I was really upset. And I, my buddy of mine's Marty Morazic. He's a concussion specialist that does some work with the Oilers, and I know the rule of two concussions. And I don't think we had as much information. Do you think it's changed from when you played that there's a way better understanding of how challenging it is for guys to come back, especially when they get two quick ones in a row, Jared? Yeah, I, I think so. I think they're they're very they're much more cautious now. When you you get that first one, and I'll be I, I came back too early from that first one. After the Paulson one, I came back way too early. I think I maybe was out ten days or something, and then yeah. I think it was within within two weeks I got another one in Vancouver, and then I was out for thirty five games at the end of the year, and that was that was kind of my story. But I definitely came back too early, and now they're they're really careful with these guys, and they have these baseline tests that. They all have to go through, and you know the spotters now. If, if you know the spotters up top notice something, you get pulled right away. And you know we all know that didn't happen years ago. So yeah, I think it's, it definitely has come a long way, and everybody's more aware of it now. Jared, appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us here on Oilers. Now we'll see you tonight. No problem. See you tonight. Thanks for having me, Bob. You bet. That is Jarrett Stoll, longtime uh, L.A. King, uh, two-time Stanley Cup champion, of course, went with the Oilers Sales 6 final. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Some uh, television and development work for the Kings organization. 150 in Edmonton. We'll wrap up orders now after this. Podcast. Google Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. 
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 153 in Edmonton. Let's get into the Oilers Now injury report. It's brought to you daily by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang of James H. Brown. It's just simple. They're the best. Trent Brown, he was a heavy hitter. He could blow you up back in his day. The uh, Edmonton Elks and the Alberta Golden Bears, they're going to have a twinville on October the 15th. The uh, Bears will play earlier in the day, and then the uh, Elks take on the Argos that night. They put that announcement out today. Uh, L.A. Kings will not have Alex Edler nor Sean Walker. Uh, Edler out with a lower body issue. He was very good against Edmonton earlier in the year. Walker uh, got hurt in the sixth game of the season. Torn A and MCL for Edmonton. Miko Koskinen in COVID protocol. Duncan Keith out concussion protocol. Chris Russell did not make the trip out with a lower body issue. Zach Cassian with a fractured jaw, four to eight weeks. Kyle Turris on the trip, but still uh, not available. Again, that's our injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. We'll tell you, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridgeford in Wetaskiwin, 10-time Presence Award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Belt Rich, Johnny and the gang at one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. We will go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Again, we got the Oilers Road Trip Nashville in April. We're closing in on, uh, we think, on uh, making things a little bit more normalized for everybody out there. We got a direct charter going uh, with Flair Airlines to see the Oilers play the Preds for just seventeen hundred and fifty bucks. Visit NewWestTravel.com for more info. Back at the Six Thirty Jet Studios. What happened on this date in 1980? Brendan Escott. Wayne Gretzky sets a rookie scoring record at 96 points, and that's because he tied an NHL rookie record with seven assists in a game. The Oilers hammered the Capitals 8-2. Blair McDonald benefiting from Gretzky, as he often did that year, as I understand it, with a hat trick in that one. Yes, a fire hydrant could score uh, 40 goals playing with Wayne Gretzky. That was Glenn Sather's infamous quote, uh, referring uh, to Blair McDonald. And yesterday, Brendan, uh, Gretzky also had seven assists uh, on 1986 against the Quebec Nordiques in the 8-2 game and you said uh, he had nine assists in the game and corrected yourself and said he had seven and we had at least two guys text the show and one guy tweet me saying that's how good Gretzky was he could get nine assists in an 8-2 game I thought that was kind of funny uh, alright uh, Royal Pizza Pizza Pass did so much more Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations go online royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app in the app store stop for recommendation is Mediterranean chicken. Brendan, you did your homework because I did not know the name of the arena. Is, is this right? Yeah, it changed like a couple of months ago. Oilers and the LA Kings live from Crypto.com Arena. Face-off show at 7 p.m. with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, myself, Jack Michaels, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Uh, Cam and myself on the call from uh, Crypto.com Arena, all those years at the Staples Center. We're at Crypto.com. Doesn't that say it all? Tomorrow, full show. Brian Lott from the NHL Network, David Staples. 
Um, how appropriate so we get him on political affairs columnist for the Edmonton Journal cult of hockey writer as well and for uh, legacy heating and cooling our NHL insider John Shannon up next the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3 and then 6.30 Chad afternoons Jalen Nye I'll be back at you 7 o'clock Edmonton time tonight here on 6.30 Chad so long everybody for now Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.